that was a little taste of Jamiroquois. Some of you may um, remember him. He actually has some real good music, very good music. Um, you know, probably didn't really get much airplay, so you really have to go to Pandora to check him out. So with that being said, uh, welcome to another recording of Uncomfortable. And I am your host, Greg Newbill, coming to you from Jacksonville, Florida, rainy Jacksonville, Florida. My gosh, we've been having some rain uh, past couple of days that has has been kind of blinding when I'm driving. It seems like Mother Nature knows exactly when I'm ready to get off and about to walk to my car and drive home and thunder and lightning will just come from nowhere um but grateful for the rain you know everything that the everything that mother nature is and the good good man from up up above has to offer this offer this planet that it needs so first thing i want to get into is miss simone biles you know the world-class gymnast and her taking a break from uh the olympics uh due to you know some mental uh health issues and you know for some odd reason she's been getting some flap about you know stepping back and you know the flap that she's getting from the people <laughs> couldn't even do a quarter of what she does she probably probably nothing you know from where she where she stopped these people who were criti criticizing her haven't even began or begun to do anything on her level so you know basically just shut the hell up because you don't know what she's been through the training the um you know, what she, you know, figuring out what she can eat and all this stuff through all out the years. She's only, what, 20, 24, something like that. But the girl is phenomenal. But we, you know, and we bring this into this, the race issue. Any black athlete, you know, that's on the world stage, top, top in their profession or anything like that, sometimes it's just never, not sometimes, most of the time it's just never good enough. Even Serena and Venus, when they were at the top of their game and, you know, uh, getting their Grand Slams in Wimbledon, the French Open, uh, U.S. Open and all that, most of the people in the stands were going against pulling, pulling for somebody else from another country. It's simply because, you know, the color of their skin. Same thing with Simone Biles. Um, uh, and that's just the norm it seems like to be for America. We can't represent, you know, we can fight, we can do anything, you know, we can defend this country, um, <clears throat> do anything, you know, help get man into space. Um, and it's never good enough. It's never good enough. And it's sickening, it, it, it's a sickness really. I applaud anybody, anybody. I don't care what color you are, what gender you are, anything like that. If you are 
a you contribute to this society in a great way and just by being a good person to yourself be good to yourself and others i applaud you and i will break bread with you anytime but when you have that little <clears throat> uh case of bigotry and you know like i said black or white i i i don't have time for you really i don't it's just a waste of my time it just doesn't make any sense to see people just hate somebody because of the color of their skin that that is the biggest waste of time and a biggest waste of energy when you sit there and think about it okay so moving on we're talking about we're going to dis, uh dip into this covid thing as i told you in a prior excuse me recording that my wife and i battled covid uh, in june and uh, a few of my family members have it too, still dealing with it. And it's no joke. It is no joke. It is scary. And, you know, we didn't get, my wife and I didn't get vac vaccinated. Excuse me. We didn't take the vaccine. And that was our personal choice. But I mean, I think I am going to go ahead and get it once my uh, 90 days are up because I saw or I talked to the Department of Health. They said, wait 90 days. There's so many mixed messages about it uh, when you have to wait but um i'm stealing i'm still dealing with no smell and my taste is off other than that i feel fine but with this new variant out the delta variant um you know and it's supposed to be more infectious than the regular covid 19 um that that was out and probably still out so I just feel like, you know, why take the chance? Why take the chance and not get the vaccine? So uh, I will, I will 99.9.9.9 go ahead and get it. So with that, um, we still with the dealing with the misinformation about this whole thing. And it seems to just come from one group of people. <laughs> And it just makes you shake your head and think, why? Why base do all this misinformation when you see what's going on, you know what's going on, you see it around you and stuff like that. And I'm quite sure every family member or you know, a friend of theirs has dealt with this with this virus. But they still get on TV and it's, it's 100% right wing media. And they just keep preaching this misinformation to the people. And I, I just don't, I don't get it. What is, what is it? What is it? And the dumbest thing that I ever heard, and this was early on when the pandemic started, uh, before the elect before the election, and I was at uh, dropping off to a store, and one of the fellow business owners, him and I were talking, and we were talking about the pan, you know, the virus, and he said, "Well, I just hope it's not political." Right then and there, he lost me. I'm just like, how is a virus from all over the world political? Even though politicians make it political, but how can it be? political and 
you know, he was a Trump supporter. Um, that was obvious. But in my mind, how can anything so deadly be political? Well, you know, because everybody hates Nancy Pelosi and uh, Chuck Schumer and all this. And I guess it was their plot to put the virus out. That hurts everybody. It, it just... The, the the reasoning behind all of this, you know, they're, what they're believing in is just mind-blowing. Simply mind-blowing. I'm like, political? And myself and a co-worker, one of the other guys, one guy was saying he thought it was a hoax. And we're like, how can it, what good does it do the country or the world to be shut down over a pandemic? What What is the end game if it's a hoax? And you got people, you know, believing or not believing that this thing is real. I, I just don't, I don't get the thinking or lack of, of, of this, this whole thing. You know, they sit up there and go behind Trump, who, which who, who took the vaccine, uh, him and his wife. And, but they still are on you know, thinking it's a hoax. Everything is a hoax. And, and even he caught it. He got it. But I, I don't know. It's, it's just mind-blowing. It's, it's beyond mind-blowing. But to sit there and just continue, continuously deny everything that's going on around you, and you see it right there in front of your face. I know people, I'm, I'm quite sure when you listen to this podcast, you're probably like, okay, get off of Trump, you know, and his supporters. But why? Why, you know, maybe somebody out there will listen and be like, okay, I see where he's coming from. Trump has lied from the from the start to... You know, once he was in office and still while he is out of office and not <clears throat> everybody around him is a crook, an absolute crook. And you're just wondering, you know, will this message make them wake up? I mean, look, look at the thing in Arizona, the recount by the cyber ninjas. <laughs> God, I felt so stupid even saying that. Um, and the C, the former CEO of Overstock was a big uh, contributor to that being done. And it's just, it's a sham. It is just a straight up sham about what what is going on. Nothing's going to happen. Absolutely nothing's going to happen. And it's a, it's comical. It's, it's very, it's just comical of what is going on and what is, uh, will keep happening because I think he's just afraid of he's going to be indicted by the ninth, ninth District of New York, you know, and uh, he's trying to do anything or they're trying to do anything to try to get him back in the office. Like, a, but what I previously said is not going to happen. It is not going to happen. So, you know, people just need to, I mean, every week there's more leaks that come out about what this man tried to do. 
tried to bully the DOJ, DO, yeah, Department of Justice into saying that the election was corrupt and basically throw the election out all the people that voted. Now, this man wanted the Department of Justice to declare the election corrupt. Now, how can you how can he even fix his mouth to request something like that? It was bad enough that he called the uh, Secretary of State of Georgia trying to tell him I need so many thousand more votes, you know, tell me I need this so he can win that state. And, you know, the guy was like, no, <laughs> you know, we just can't do that. Uh, but it just goes to show you the the arrogance of some people just because they're in power. He basically, basically wanted to, you know, to be like Putin and the guy over in North Korea, you know, just a dictatorship. And like I said, for his followers, they're scared. And I know I'm not wrong, but they're scared that the, their country is turning brown. And that's not by, that's not our fault. You know, you know, for people, black people like us, we didn't, y'all brought us here. Uh, not y'all, but they brought us here. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, people back in the day. So, you know, I mean, what do you think was going to happen? You know, you, you can't stop people from uh, mixing races and all of this other stuff because who you love is who you love and who you want to be with is who you want to be with. And so there's always going to be a different mixture of people. And I say, bring it on. You know, it doesn't make a difference to me. So, okay. So let's, uh, is there anything else about Trump and his supporters or his allies that we want to talk about? No. Um, this is one thing I definitely wanted to talk about. And I was hoping to have a guest on for this, but and I know we touched on it before in prior recordings, um, music, which I am a big fan of music. And this past yesterday, Sunday, I was out cooking breakfast outside and Hall of Notes came on. Um, and I said their music is timeless, which it is. Like Chicago, uh, Earth, Wind & Fire, uh, gosh, uh, ELO. Who else? Gosh, I can't even think of any more names, but it's just like so many Aretha Franklin, Ray Charles, and uh, Maxwell, D'Angelo, Tony, Tony, Tony. So many groups and people out there that their music is just so timeless because you can tell they were into it. But <clears throat> as I've gotten older, you know, I've listened to, I used to, well, I still do. I listen to st some old old school rap. Loved it. Love it. And some of it was hardcore. Uh, but now, just listening to it, man, dude, dude. And a friend of mine who's a DJ, he had pointed this out in his uh, uh, Facebook post. Do, do these people realize what they're dancing to like on these TikTok things and stuff like that 
um, with these new dances and challenges and stuff like that, the words that they that are being played, and if you listen to the rap music of now, or, or you know, going back a few years too, how how it has played a role in the young black lives of uh, in the inner cities, and it's done more harm than good. Um, one one one. One song in general, and I, I'm not picking on him, or you know, it was um, Bobby Smurda, and I, you know, I know, like I said, I probably talked about this before, but the lyrics in that song, uh, I shot nigga, you know, I dropped nigga with a Glock nigga, you know, all about shooting, killing, of another person of another black male and how he you know how he was praised by who was it it was I think it was Buster Rhymes you know uh gave him props for what he did and stuff like that and and you know it's an industry thing I I understand I understand that but Man, just think about what is being put into the minds of the young black youth with this music. You know, you got trap music and all this other stuff, and it's just constantly, constantly beating down each other. I mean, every word that comes out is kill, you know, bitch, hoe, all this. The same arguments we've been having for Gosh, seems like decades now. But if you think about it, we sit up there and just rock to it every, you know, our hears are bouncing to it, been gu- I'm guilty of it, you know, and it's just, man, it's 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 sad. It is really sad how we degrade each other, talking about killing each other on a daily basis, and it's just constantly praised on a radio or you know they have these uh um <clears throat> you know the guys or whatever on ESPN and all these other shows and stuff like that because they're number one sellers and of course that's all marketing we we know that but this is the only form of music where it is applauded awarded and praised for the destruction of people of color. The only form of music. Now, rock and roll didn't do it. R&B didn't do it. Still doesn't do it. Of course, I really don't listen to R&B much anymore because uh, they suck. It really ain't no artist out there now that represents R&B, not to me anyway. But... Country music doesn't do it. Uh, any other form of music does not belittle their men or try to talk about killing their men and belittling their women. No other form of music, none. And you can research it and, and, and prove me wrong or anything like that, but no other form of music 
talks about the destruction of of people of color, black people, from how they grew, you know, everybody's out there rapping about how they grew up, you know, in the inner city and stuff. Okay, of course, yes, do that. You know, you know, I guess, you know, if, if they got the gift of gab and somebody hears them, puts them on, you know, is out there and it gets them out of the neighborhood, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I say, you know, I guess do it, but don't, can't, can't we just rap about uh, the other good things that we have done and can do? I mean, if you're creative, you can do it. You you definitely can do it. Uh, and it shouldn't be that hard to me. If you could talk about killing, you can talk about uh, making life better. And <clears throat> it's the same thing with our TV shows. Every time there's a TV show that comes out about about somebody black, you know, in the neighborhoods and stuff like that, you know, it's the struggle, the the this, you know, selling drugs in our neighborhoods and stuff like this, and you know, the crime and everything like that. I'm so I am so sick of it, and I I refuse to refuse to watch it. I'm I'm not going to give them my time of showing how showing how or making money or and and doing things like that uh about the black community. I mean, we all know how bad it is, so why make a show that just keeps that keeps on just regurgitating the same thing? We is I I'm tired. I'm just tired of it. There has got to be a better way. And I know there, there is too, too much creativity in everyone and people of color where we can do better. Got to do better. Because I'm tired of seeing, you know, they're blaming everything in Chicago. Oh, they, yes, it's terrible. Or, you know, these things that you see on the social media now, they're going to these small neighborhoods everybody throwing up gang signs and all this stuff and, you know, with the guns and the AK-47s and all this mess. And it's so, so sad. It is truly sad. So there, there's got to be a better way of getting a message out, message out to everyone. You don't, we don't have to live like this, you know, and be looked down upon because they think we don't know no better because we damn sure are acting like it sometimes. Damn sure are acting like it. And, it, and it, it doesn't have to be like that. But as long as we accept it and continue to support it, it's going to continue. And I, like I said, I, I'm not going to support it. I'm not. I, I am not going to support anything that shows us in a bad light and like I said we can do better definitely can do better okay I'm about what 24 minutes into this recording uh huh. anything else let me try to think of anything else currently that is going on in the world eh, I guess just the same old mess same same mess different day but 
we will be back hopefully this weekend. I'm trying to get a guest in here and talk about some different things uh, other than, you know, Trump uh, music and other stuff. I, I, I really want to get into computers, nursing, uh, uh, airplanes and all and craft beer. Um, I talked to a friend of mine and trying to get her on this show. She's been dealing with craft beer for a very long time. Since I've been here in Georgia and we moved here in 2012 and my first job basically here, real job was delivering craft beer. And she's basically known as the queen of craft beer. She kept it alive in my eyes, uh, trying to get her here on the show. And, and that'd be a good thing to learn about because there's so many different breweries out here with different beers, but why stop? Why can't, you know, get her on here and, you know, you may listen in something that you may want to do. So, so hopefully, you know, we get some more people in here and we can talk about something else. But other than that, I'd like to say thank you for listening uh, to the podcast. Oh, one other thing. I got a couple minutes left. I was called by a friend of mine who did the podcast with me, Elise, and they're doing a nonprofit for here in Jacksonville. I'm going to get her back on here where we can talk about it. But she asked me to be on the board. And I, I appreciate that. So that shows me, well, that tells me that maybe some of the stuff that I am saying is right. But um, I'm looking forward to doing that and see what, you know, watch it grow and stuff like that. And, you know, sit back and listen and then, you know, offer some things. Okay, so we're going to end that. We're going to put back on some music and I'm hopefully everybody is having a good night. And the kids are returning back to school soon. So I know parents are happy about that. So, you know, hey, make your kids mask up, people. This thing is still not over. You know, I know the governor here in Georgia, he signed an executive order where there is no mask mandate for the schools. Um, DeSantis, gosh, he's a creep. Um, uh, But keep your kids safe. Go ahead and still wear your mask, people. Social distance when needed and stuff like that because like i said this thing is not over um so with that we're saying good night uh talk to you this weekend and be safe